And here we are, segment three. This week, we are going to discuss the results of the Elimination Chamber. Controversial results that they are, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a fucking chamber this was. So, uh, if I could, Carl, I'll have a quick run through the card so people have got an idea just what we're going to moan about. Oh. So, we have a, a pre-show, which I think was a bit of a last-minute thing, because as I understand it, um, Keith Lee has been... Is he injured? Um, Something yeah, like that. He's I think not he's involved injured. now. Yeah. But um, we had a pre-show match with Elias, uh, John Morrison, uh, Ali, and Ricochet, with John Morrison taking the win. And this was uh, for uh, involvement in the US title. Triple threat, am I right? It was, Gal, yes, to replace Keith, Keith Lee was originally meant to be in the triple threat. So that was a pre-show. And now, we cut to the main card, Carl. We had um, the SmackDown Elimination Chamber featuring Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Jay Uso and Baron Corbin. And we see Daniel Bryan taking the win. Mm. Mm. We had the WWE Universal title, therefore, on the line with Roman Reigns going up against Daniel Bryan. With Roman Reigns taking the win. Shock horror. Indeed. We had the US title, as previously mentioned, triple threat match with Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, and John Morrison now, Mm -hmm. with Matt Riddle taking the win. And this is his first title on the main show. The main show. Well, it's the main show. (laughs) We then had the women's tag titles on the line with uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler going up against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking the win. We then have the Raw Chamber with uh, Drew McIntyre. This was a, a slightly unusual one, sorry, because the Chamber itself determined the winner of the WWE title. The Universal title? No, WWE title. That's the one. Uh, so we said, so Drew McIntyre himself was involved in the match. We had Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, and Jeff Hardy. With Drew McIntyre taking the win, huzzah, no problems here. <sighs> And then we had The Miz come in and cash in after the show and won the fucking title and is now the new WWE champion. Because fuck you, that's why. So that was the card, Carl. Shall we talk about it? Do we have to? I'll try and bring, Do we have to? I'll try and bring the tone back up and we'll talk about the highlights, shall we? <sighs> so, in terms of highlights, Anthony, for me, the SmackDown Chamber was fucking ace. Um, yes. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I was sports entertained, if you will. Um, I mean, firstly... Big props to Cesaro. Um, I thought he put on a fantastic showing, and they still haven't pulled the trigger on him. <laughs> so, by all accounts... You know what, though? And I didn't really mention it much in SmackDown, because it was a good thing, but it didn't need a highlight or a no shite. But I like where they're going with Cesaro at the minute, and I hope this leads to better things, because him going into a feud with Seth is a fucking good idea. Because mm-hmm. we can't put the strap on him yet, I get that. That is a good feud for the pair of them. Though. Yeah, I would um, I, I would like to see that. I think Seth coming back, and you know, they're trying to elevate Cesaro. If he can you know, manage to pull off that win over Seth, that is a big name um, yeah. you know, in his, uh, under his belt there to, to see off. So I would love to yeah. see that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, just a massive shout out. And obviously it was... Uh, I think he ended up tweeting after the fact, um, after the match, just saying that, you know, thank you everyone who believed in me and stuff. Hopefully it's, you know, it's not the end, it's just the beginning. And yeah, I hope so too. Um, I thought he, I don't know, he was just so good. He put on a fantastic show and even the bit where he was on the fucking cell, he was just doing chin-ups. Like, what a ledge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he is yeah. fucking boss, isn't he? But 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he was really unfortunately, good. Unfortunately, really it wasn't for him to win. Um, Jey Uso was still getting far too much attention for my <laughs> for my liking. And yeah, like he's done his bit. Like realistically, if he won, it would have been annoying because we've seen that. Well, exactly. And you know, fair dues. Jimmy's still not ready to come back, but you know, he's done now. Just wait for Jimmy to come back and be a tag team again. Like. Even- He's fine where he is. He's the crony. Yeah, just, like that's fine. Yeah. You don't need to see any more prominence from him. Really, he's supporting act to Roman Reigns, and that's all he will be for now. Well, for now, yeah, exactly. No disrespect. Yeah, exactly. To him. Um, I also want to call out the the humorous moment between um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, where you know Sami's trying to get him to team back up to them, back up with him. Like, let's do it together, you know, because all their history that they've had. And Owens <laughs> like, nope, <laughs> just beats the shit out of. So that's fantastic as well. Um, but yeah, obviously Daniel Bryan ends up winning the match, which is a big, you know, push for him. A lot of people wanted him to win the Rumble and go up against um, Roman, uh, which I wasn't a massive fan of personally. Um, but he did win this one, and he went up against Roman in the next match. And yeah, what were your thoughts on that? And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to move into a negative because we're talking highlights, but I think the SmackDown Chamber was so good that. It made me realise just how struggling the raw roster is mm. in terms of who should go in the chamber. Um, every part of this, every participant made sense to me, mm. and I honestly, other than Jey Uso, in terms of winners, I wouldn't have been upset with any of these people winning, which is nice. I like that. Mm. I don't mind that it was Daniel Bryan. I think you know we know where this is headed. We now know where this is headed anyway. That you know it's gonna be. Edge versus Roman. I think they've made that fairly clear at this point. So that's fine. I can work with that. Um, sadly, I think it kind of signposts to what the result's going to be between Brian and Roman. But uh, <laughs> hey ho. <laughs> um, um, well, I mean, it was still. I don't know whether you've got that as a as a no shite um, or not. So I think for me, the post match shenanigans where Roman came out and challenged um, the winner of the chamber. Um, ending in pretty short fashion was not amazing however the post-match of that where edge came out and pretty much speared the shit out of roman and you know declared and finally you know decided who he's going to go up against at wrestlemania was another highlight for me i thought that was uh okay finally we know and it's finally spear versus spear i also want to call out that i called it just saying carl calls it Mm. t-shirt yeah Need to make it happen. Yep. Um, That's fair. You did but, call that. You know, yeah. I thought, yeah, I was, I was pretty made up. Um, I, I would quite like to see Edge versus Roman Reigns, and it seems like that's what we're going to get to see. Um, unfortunately, yep. Daniel Bryan had to be a bit of a casualty, you know, in getting there. But, you know, where does he go yeah. now? Taking the fast lane, I think. <laughs> where does uh, he go now? But, uh, well, to be honest, Daniel Bryan... Like I think he's made it clear on a personal level that he's not about winning championships at this point. He's about elevating and, and you know pushing storylines and such. So I don't think he minds the position he's in at all. And um, you know, sadly, just f- from a predictability point of view, it means for us that we kind of know, unless we're going to get a shock here, we kind of know that he's not going to win. So you know, <laughs> makes that slightly predictable. That's the only sort of gripe I've got to it. But the, the, this this was my favourite match. Mm. Of the night, I think, in all fairness. Okay, okay. Can't beat a good chamber match anyway, but this was a fucking good chamber. Well, speaking of good chamber matches, how did you feel about the Raw Chamber? Because I've got it down as a highlight. I don't know what your thoughts are, because I feel like it was weaker than the SmackDown Chamber. You know, in terms of participants, I think you've already said that you could quite easily see most of 
Um, the SmackDown ones winning. Um, I'm not sure if that was truly the case for Raw. No, I I struggle with. Let's let's be honest. Kofi and and Jeff being involved. Mm. No offense to either of them, even though Jeff I've cited a couple of times as not being a particular fan of him. Uh, no offense to either of them. Like, could we realistically look at them being a, a winner, especially because the winner of this won the title? Like, this wasn't an opportunity. This was the title itself. Did is anyone any one of them realistically going to beat? Like, not even just Drew. We had Drew, Randy, AJ. You know, off the top of my head, those three straight away. I'm like, well, realistically, you're not going to beat them. Mm-hmm. Like. They, it just felt like they didn't have enough participants for the Raw Chamber, but they still had to have a chamber. Mm. And and that's probably the only weak spot for me. That being said, it was still a particularly good match. And it was still, other than the fucking post-match shenanigans, it, it, it went right. The only thing I was surprised at is there was no surprise fiend. And that would have been... And interesting. Remember the days when you'd have a blacked out chamber and you wonder who it was, and it, even though it'd be fairly obvious in this scenario <laughs> that it was the Fiend, but you'd be like, who's in that? And then the Fiend comes out and takes on Randy, and it wasn't even about the title because they're just going to go to one side, beat the shit out of each other. Like, what happens to stuff like that? I, I mean, mean, there was no Fiend. There was no development on Randy Fiend. And, you know, we just had people in there who probably shouldn't have been in there, in all fairness. Well, I would like to touch wood and hope that we will never again uh-huh. see. Um, an elimination chamber where they could have done something fucking different and drastic because there's no fans. So I was a bit disappointed that they didn't do something like that. Like maybe just halfway through one of the chambers fucking explodes or something. The fiends there. Do you know what I mean? They could have done anything because they've got the power of yeah. fucking. Could have even made another chamber appear out of fucking. Yeah, they could have done anything. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, especially based off uh, the raw that we just saw where fucking Alexis there promising the fucking rebirth of the fiend and showing up costing Orton and then nothing happens at the pay-per-view. Mm. Honestly, they could have had Orton wrestle a match as long as he like. At some point in that match they could have had the fiend drag him under the fucking ring from man nowhere. They could have done anything. Anything like that. But anything they fucking wanted. But anyway, this is the highlights. Um so <laughs> um Sorry, yeah. But all in all it was still a good chamber. Mm. It just paled in comparison to the other chamber that's I it. agree. I agree. What about any old shite, Anthony? Anything jump out at you? <laughs> so many things. Well, <laughs> I, I need to... You, you, one you've wrote down, I don't mean to jump on your notes and I'll let you talk about it in a sec, but only because I, have a, I slightly disagree with you and it's the women's tag title. What? Your comments. And if you want to mention your issue with it and then we'll talk okay. about it because okay. I, I don't disagree with it, so I'll let you I'll talk I'll mention my first. fucking issue with it. Is it accomplished fucking nothing. Right? That's what I've written down. Accomplished nothing. Because you had Sasha Banks teaming up with Bianca Belair to potentially progress something with them. Obviously, Bianca hasn't picked her WrestleMania opponent yet. So, you know, something could happen with them too, which would have progressed their feud. Or, you know, they could have won the belts and then you've got the, you know, the fact that there's two champions, like co-champions who are potentially going to face off. That could have been good. But no, they have a match at the pay-per-view and lose, and for what? I don't disagree. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason I've brought it up that I might disagree with you slightly, and it's not the point you've made that the match itself probably should never have happened, and it was kind of pointless. What I am, what are the credit I want to give it, and the reason I want to mention it in a slightly positive light is the fact that if they'd have had Sasha and ba- uh, Bailey, oops, Sasha and Belair win, it would have been kind of like the time Bailey and Banks had the titles and were champion or fighting for championships would have kind of been reminiscent of that so 
I was like, I really don't want them to win. And I never thought I'd say this, but I thought it was the right decision to keep the belts on um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, especially because I sincerely hope that they're pushing towards the um, the NXT sort of tag bout being the, the one that challenges them and maybe they lose with any luck. Um, so I was actually just kind of relieved that they kept the belts and they didn't go over to Sasha and Bella. Uh, I needed to give it some sort of positive mention because I think it was the right decision. I mean, the right decision, I suppose, would be not having a match at all. I mean, but yeah, that'll be the right decision. We didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just think um, because obviously we are going to get Sasha and Bianca, so they could have used this as an opportunity to do something with them. Like it could have been that they were, you know, they won it together, but then you've got the animosity of, well, Bianca still wants to challenge, and then you've got two tag team partners going up for the gold. That could have been a good storyline. Or you could have had a turn, you could have had something, but nah, yeah, you did get nothing. Um, the other O'Shea car, um, and it's not, it's it's an unfair one to call an O'Shea, but it's, um, I think the way they did it was a bit naff, and that was just just plain not having um, the, my name's escaped me for a sec there, uh, the Lacey Evans Charlotte bout, mm. like just not happening, not ha- we're not having it, like. Okay, I, I know they couldn't. I know they couldn't storyline wise, but the fact that uh, I think you pointed out on social media, they were still advertising this. I think that is what the biggest. They, they wait. They knew for a while and waited the really last minute to cancel yeah, it. Yeah, that. And there was nothing to actually. There was no reason because all they did was cancel it. Yeah, that that was like the biggest disrespect for me because we we found out on Raw that Lacey was pregnant. You know, we knew from the dirt sheets and stuff that it was that was actual fact and she is pregnant so they had a whole week there pretty much to say well okay well Lacey is pregnant so she's not going to be able to go in the match we're therefore going to use xyz instead they went we won't say anything and then we just won't even mention it and they just won't be on the show and it was like well how disrespectful to the likes of Asuka to just do that um I've I've spoken quite you know vehemently about how underutilized she's been and you know, the lack of respect they've had for her, you know, to the point where Charlotte was the fucking main focus when she came back, you know, in their tag team stuff and, and things like that. But... You know what I don't really don't... This is the bit that WWE really puzzle the fuck out of me on because they went from, like, having a women's elimination chamber, an awesome one as well, right? They had Shayna dominating everybody in that chamber. And this year, no women's chamber, hardly any women in the show, shitty tag match, you know, and um, we're done. Do you know what I mean? I just find it really odd that they, they've gone down that line. And I get it, they had a plan, and, you know, Lacey being pregnant kind of affected that plan, but, like, what the hell? And if they'd have been booking a chamber in the first place, they'd have only had to replace uh, Lacey with one person instead of just cancelling the whole match, but they didn't even plan on a chamber for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I think the booking has just been shocking for the for the women's side of things, especially when it comes to this pay-per-view. Yeah, agreed. Not good. Uh, so, moving on to the other O'Shea, Carl. Uh, I think this is one of yours, but uh, I do agree with you. So we'll talk about it. The uh, Riddle taking the win on the US title. Mm. So do you want to do you want to offer your reasons as to to why um, this is an issue for you? So for me, I think um, like I don't know what the original plan was. Maybe this was always the plan. Um, had Keith Lee, uh, Keith Lee not been injured, I don't know. But I feel like Riddle has had several opportunities now against Bobby Lashley. And he's lost all of them in pretty dominant fashion as well. So the fact that he won by not even pinning Lashley, you know, would normally be okay if he hadn't already been battered so many times to the point where it kind of cheapens the 
US title because we've now yeah, got like, you've got it, but only because you managed to beat. Well, that's someone it. Else like you it. didn't beat the champion yeah. clean, and like I know they've they've done successful things like this in the past. Like one of my favorite matches for the IC title was when you had Kurt Angle defending against both Jericho and Benoit, and he didn't get pinned once, and he lost both his belts. And that was yeah, but that was almost fantastic like a storytelling thing, not a exactly. But thing. they also hadn't fucking you know chewed up and spit out both Jericho and Benoit ahead of that match. And Riddle has just been yeah. absolutely fucking buried into the ground, and then the next minute he's winning the belts. So for me, you know, I get I, I get why they've done it, and you know, we'll talk about some of the reasons behind that you know shortly. But Lashley, for a long time, a lot of people have been saying he's he's ready for bigger and better things. So I get it. He's gonna, you know, lose in a way that he doesn't even really want to rematch. Probably, um, so I get why they've done it, but at the same time, just don't bury Riddle for weeks and weeks and weeks on television and then have him win because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, and the one that we all knew was coming, our last O'Shea tonight, Carl, <sighs> the Miz cashing. But why? Massive but why? Because he lost the fucking cashing. He shouldn't have had the cashing anyway. We give him the briefcase back to then randomly do this shit. And why? What is the point in this? Nobody wants it. And I know they're trying to push it. Like, Miz is really trying to sell the hell out of this heel side of it and go, I know you don't want me champion, but ha. And all this is like, that's fine. It's not about you. It's about the fact that nobody wanted to see this fucking booking. It's not actually about the Miz. You've actually got, Anthony, people who are, you know, clutching at straws trying to, you know, find old footage from Raw like months and months ago where MVP is saying to Drew, like, when you lose that title, we're going to be there as though this was fucking planned out in advance. Was it? Fuck, right? They had Otis win the fucking money in the bank. They never planned to go, well, he flopped. We're going to put it on The Miz. And then they did that. And then they never planned to go, well, we're going to have The Miz cash in on Drew at this event. It just, it was never planned. Do you know what I mean? It just... No. Well, we're going to have The Miz cash in but not because John Morrison's the one who cashed in for him so we'll take that back and give him the fucking briefcase exactly back. the whole thing has been a fucking shit show right and people are trying to justify and it saying biggest clusterfuck it of it makes sense in the bank I've ever seen. and the thing that probably bothers me the most is the fact that you know the way they've gone about it right so I'm not gonna lie I'm on the fence because I think I mentioned to you before on whatsapp right there's two scenarios this could go for me the ideal scenario and me trying to rationalize what they've done is they've made Miz go over so that he's made a deal with Lashley and therefore Lashley gets the first you know title shot will obliterate the Miz Miz is a transitional champion and Lashley will be the champion headed into WrestleMania against Drew he'll also be a transitional champion and when get Drew picking up the win he deserves in front of a crowd that is the one where I'm like okay that makes a fucking shit ton of sense but then you've got two transitional champions option two is that doesn't happen at all. And you take Drew out of the title picture, you know, he's still got unfinished business with Sheamus. What's going to happen there? Is that just going to be a one fucking match with Fastlane and done with? Like, really? You know, you've had people speculating yeah. that we're going to get Lashley versus Brock. So is that is that what we're going to finally get? We're going to get Lashley and Brock for the title and Drew's just going to not be in the title picture? Which would be the biggest slap in the face ever. You know, is Miz, you know, because by all accounts, Miz is meant to be in a, you know, WrestleMania match with Bad Bunny. So why is he the champ? Like, it, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's just a total fuck-up. Yeah. His involvement at all just doesn't doesn't sit well with me. It annoyed me when he got the... I knew they were going to do something like this. I knew they were going to do it when he got that briefcase back. And they were going to pick the, like, the worst possible fucking moment. I honestly thought it was going to happen at the Rumble. And it, it surprised me that it didn't. So I suppose at least there's that. 
but for fuck's sake. I mean, at least you've got the the uh, surprised elements because I think a lot of people <laughs> were not expecting this based on the reactions, but it's one of them. You um you know you've only got a year to cash it in, and it's coming up to WrestleMania, and yeah, it was a. Uh, That's the thing. Is like yeah, you haven't done anything with it yet, and you're running out of time too. So yeah, what um what do you think will be the aftermath of this? Like, why have they done it? Because they've no immediate plans for Drew's title, hmm. so to just try and see it, throwing shit and seeing what sticks, I think is the right term. Um, I think I, I actually, I really wanted a Sheamus match in some way. Well, I honestly think the way WWE tend to book things, this is just going to be a rematch with the Miz, and the Miz is trying to weasel his way out of it or around it in some way. I think it's going to be that because they don't do rematches anymore automatically. But Drew's going to get a rematch. And um, I I don't know whether it's going to be this thing where Drew gets a rematch but he gets screwed over by the pair of them. I don't know. Or he gets screwed over by Sheamus and it pushes their battle further but then it pushes him further away from the title. I'm, I'm trying to put scenarios together that I enjoy but it's just, I don't know. It just didn't need to happen, man. Who knows at this point, honestly. Who knows? Who knows? So that's, I mean, that's it. For, that's the big, you can't go any worse than Arrow Shite. So, um... I mean, what's your rating for this show, Carl? I think SmackDown Chamber was very good. The Aftermath was good. So I was quite a big fan of that. The rest of the card, not so much. So for that reason, I can't give it more than a two, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing, to be honest. I've, I've given a two to everything. <laughs> um and I, th- I, th- I can't honestly say. And for you could go. It, it's like if I had to pick one to watch this week, it probably would have been the chamber. But that's because you know a pay per view is meant to be more engaging. So comparatively, I'm like, well, that should have been a lot more engaging. So yeah, it's it's got to be a two. It's it's it was really weak for a pay per view. It'd been a hell of a week on Raw. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. I think obviously we've got um, we've got inroads now to the. Some of the matches for Mania. I say some of them, one of them. So we know that Edge is going to take on Roman Reigns. Fantastic. The rest of the cards still pretty much up in the air. We had no women's title match. We had um, the tag team title match that just didn't need to be on the show. Um, nope. Yeah, I think disappointing will be my turn of phrase. Not even just because like, Drew lost the belt. You know, If they do my scenario one, and it's all for him winning the title back, becoming a three-time champion at WrestleMania in front of a crowd sound it's worth it if they don't do that and they're like jobbing him out now to you know do something not for the belt and they end up doing something with like lashley and brock or you know even if they put it in some sort of like multi-man match with triple threat or you know four way i'm not going to be a fan so hopefully they don't go that route um, i could see a triple threat in the offense to be fair don't do it you've also man. got to accept the fact that you know the Sheamus feud that they've been building up for weeks and weeks and weeks you know a proper long built feud which is something they don't really do anymore in terms of how like you know drawn out it was with them being best mates etc that's probably going to be relegated to a match of Fastlane wouldn't it be absolutely amazing though right if they actually put some work into this and they had Sheamus win the title from the Miz taking advantage of the fact that he can he can have the Miz easier than he can have Drew and then ultimately it leads to Drew Sheamus at Mania, but with Sheamus being the champ going in, I just can't see any scenario that doesn't involve Bobby Lashley now. I know, I know. I can dream though, can't I? Unless a fast lane. <laughs> let me think. A fast lane. We have. Um, so I'm guessing 
Miz spoke to MVP, didn't he, in the pay-per-view, which I'm guessing meant he made a deal with the devil, and therefore he was like, ah, so MVP's going to screw him Well, over. Lashley will help you out if you know you give him the title shot or whatever. Um, so he's like, yeah, of course I will. So he tries the title shot. Brock Lesnar comes back, beats, beats uh, you know, costs Bobby Lashley the, the title. We have Lashley versus, uh, Lashley, Lashley versus Lesnar, which is something which we've wanted for a while. Um, and then we have Drew versus, or we have Bad Bunny cost, I don't know, uh, Miz the title at a fucking Raw or something, head of WrestleMania, who knows. But at least it's exciting, at least we don't really know what's going to happen. And that's yeah, unpredictable is fair. That's all we can say for it because I'm not, you know, optimistic at the minute. But yeah, the road to WrestleMania and the road to A to the Kenya is upon us. Yeah. And that was the chamber. And that was the chamber. Play that funky music. <laughs> well, before we go, guys, um, you know, thank you all for enjoying, listening, watching, however you absorb this thing that we do. Um, and as always, check us out on all the socials. If you're not following, well, why not? Do it. Do it right now. Um, we're on TikTok. <laughs> we're on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't know why I said it in that order because we don't really care about Facebook, sorry. Um, we're also on, you know, Snapchat and Tumblr. We're, we're everywhere. We're, we're behind your couch now, look. Yeah, um, find us <laughs> you'll find us everywhere. Um, and also look out for some exciting stuff uh, in the next week or so. We've, got, we've just done a very important and, you know, exciting interview tonight, um, which we'll be hopefully releasing in the next week or so. Um and we think you'll like it. It's a very interesting individual. So the hint we'll give so far is it's, a, it's part of a series of videos relating to this particular topic. It is. Um, so this interview is going to be what kicks it off. Oh yeah, and it's going to be fun. We're, we're looking for. We enjoy, really enjoyed the interview, but we're looking forward to the the future of the series as well, which would be good. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we are the A to the K Wrestling Show. You are our wonderful listeners and watchers, and we will see you this time next week. Take it easy, guys. You're watching or listening to A to the K. 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 These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later.